I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's amazing in this world. I, got, I woke up today thinking uh, what a remarkable performance by Patrick Mahomes last night and th- thinking about what an incredible weekend of college football there was. I mean, the way that the Panther, or the uh, the Falcons-Chargers game ended, we haven't even hit that yet. And it's one of the wildest finishes we've seen in an NFL season with tons of wild finishes and college football just flipped the top four, top five, top six upside down over the weekend with, uh, you know, fields being stormed in, uh, in uh, Baton Rouge and fields being stormed uh, in Kansas, right? And uh, Notre Dame, they, they stormed the field? Did they, they, they stormed did the field they like ever. Rudy just, uh, we need to be carried off? They sure did. Okay, I mean, over Clemson. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, and and I, I I didn't think I'd be spending an inordinate amount of time talking about Frank Reich being fired by the Colts and then replaced <laughs> by Jeff Saturday. But that's that's what just happened in the first hour of the program. Um, oh, we're doing God. our best to react to it live, and there's so much to talk about from this week. And as always, he's in his usual Monday spot right here, kicking off our second hour, the host of the Greenlight Pod, uh, as well as uh, two-time Super Bowl champ. So much to discuss, and we'll, we'll get deep into the uh, – the football atop the flow chart <laughs> uh, right off the bat with our, our friend on the Mercedes-Benz Vance phone line, Chris Long. How you doing, Chris? I'm good, man. How are you? I am doing – I'm great, man. I'm going to Munich, uh, calling Bucks and Seahawks. Both teams win. They're going to be in a much better mood. And one team's leading the NFC West. The other team's leading the NFC South. Brady says yeah, it's yeah. awesome. He's dropping F-bombs. It's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, leading the NFC South. <laughs> hey, it's better than being I last like place. That. I like that. Right? Yeah, that's what they're telling all the German people. Yes. They're like, you've got the NFC South leaders coming. The NFC South leaders are coming. Yes. Down. Yes, they're four and five. Pay no attention to that record, but the rest of it's yeah. true. These yeah, are all truths. True. Tom Brady. I mean, did you hear what Jalen Ramsey had to say after the game, uh, Chris Long, where he's – he was very upset that the defense was asked to, to do one more time what it did, which was get Brady off the field to try and win the game, and they couldn't get one single first down. And it, it sounds like there's a, a we, we've got issues with the defending oh, Super Bowl yeah, champs. We, we got issues. Why? Well, I got issues with third and five. Handoff for one yard. Bucks have no more timeouts. You, you get a first down, the game's over. You know, like, what's an incompletion? You know, it's it's I, – I just – I would rather I would I would rather try to pick up that first down and try to end the game than you know take the chance of picking up five yards and punt the ball back to Brady. I mean, 
one throw down the seam, a couple throws on the sideline. We've seen this movie before. You get a PI at the one, and, uh, and, and they score. And I, and I was happy for Tom. He's been through a lot, man. Like, he really has. I mean, sometimes we, we you know, he's an easy target because he's such a big target, so everybody kind of – but um, – but I, I was happy for him. He is up against a lot, and so is Aaron Rodgers this year. But but it was good to see Tom get the finish um, on top yesterday. He needed that, you know? Well, what did you make of Jalen Ramsey's comments? Because it sounds like to me when, when, when he says something like that, and it is truthful, uh, I don't know if you've ever been in a locker room where offense and defense might look at each other across the way after a game and say, what was that? Have Gee, you? M- most of my career. Uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't Jalen Ramsey, so I never, you know, I never, I never said it outright, you know. And um, that that tension's real in a locker room. Like um, the elephant in the room is the offense is, is not very good. It has a ceiling, and some of the decisions they've made over the past couple of years, um, it's just been a process getting to where they are now, right? Like the offensive line, the injuries. You know, Whitworth retiring. You know, you lose Robert Woods. Uh, you know, uh, feels like uh, eons ago. Beckham on a rental was awesome. You got what you needed out of that, but you haven't really been able to replace uh, Robert Woods. The offensive line has been suspect at best, and the run game is just—it's so bad that Acres is getting carries yesterday. So, I don't know, man. The magic running out a little bit on that offense, and. Um, it's not like anybody's surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, the Niners are the best team in that. Niners and Seahawks. Let me let me give Seahawks their due because they are leading the division. But you know, you talk about that division. I, I don't know. Are the Rams the? Do they have the fourth highest ceiling in that division? Mm. Wow, that is I, saying I, a lot. That is saying yeah, a lot. So uh, this stuff happens, though. I mean, they just won a Super Bowl. You know, it's um. It's hard to get back on the horse, and you're kind of just seeing it play out in real time. Well, I do want to say this: like yeah. when we won Super Bowl in '17 in mm-hmm. 2018, we were four and six at one point. But I think the difference is, you know, we rounded a, a, a turn and, and improved. I don't think they have the guys to. We weren't playing well. I don't think this team is very good, frankly, offensively. So what is it like, Chris Long? I mean, being in that locker room, you said you're four and six. Now, obviously, you had Tom Brady uh, and Belichick. But, you know, uh, Arizona's three and six. Green Bay's three and six. You've got the Rams sitting there at three and five. You got the, man, the Raiders, good Lord, sitting there with just two wins right now. What What is going through the minds of a locker room of a team where you're it's slipping away or you know this thing needs to – the only way to turn it around is to win every last damn game that you have left on your schedule. What's that like? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, like, you know, when I was in St. Louis, I think we won like 34 games over eight years or 35 games over eight years. So, like, I was no stranger to losing, but being in a situation where you're sub 500 following up a Super Bowl year, it's a totally different vibe. Like, it's a different kind of despair. You know, like, being on a really bad team where you know you're bad, like Houston's hopeless. It's an everyday grind. Um, but the tension in in a building where you're like, we know we're better than this, or we expected to be better than this is so high. And you come in on Sunday after a loss like that on the road, and there's not a lot of talking. You know, you hear a, a helmet get slammed. You might hear somebody just scream. You know what I mean? It's like quiet for three minutes, and you just hear somebody in the in a bathroom stall just screaming. Like that's 
that's what losing in the NFL can be like. And, you know, it feels way different. Like Tennessee lost that game last night, but they get on the plane and they're, they're proud, right? They should be. And I'm not big on moral victories, but, like, that team, you know, they should be proud of themselves. Uh, the Rams, it's like another crushing loss. And, you know, it was going to be the Rams locker room and the Bucks locker room, you know. And uh, I'm sure it was the same way in Green Bay before they, they got on that flight back to uh, to Appleton or wherever the heck they fly into. <laughs> Chris, Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen Show. Milwaukee. You just mentioned uh, the, the uh, Sunday night game, Tennessee and Kansas City and how Tennessee should feel proud. I mean – I couldn't only imagine Malik Willis playing in Liberty, right? And I know, mm-hmm. I, I know he came from the SEC originally, but to get out there and be an Arrowhead, which is close to a big time uh, college slash pro environment, is maybe the most college environment in the pros as well. Uh, that yeah. had to be completely overwhelming, and yet Kansas City, um, despite giving up only one first down to Tennessee. After five minutes to go in the second quarter, Tennessee forces the game into overtime and and had an opportunity to win this thing. Uh, but Mahomes is just ridiculous. It's just absolutely absurd. What, what do you think of watching him? He's Chris. fun, man. He's just so fun. And my brother Kyle got a chance to play with him in Kansas City, and just the people that that talk about him and are close to him talk about like that Jordan like competitiveness. And that gets thrown around a lot, but it's legit with him. You know, you, you just – he's the type of guy that just raises the level of everybody. And they're so well coached. Like, late in the game, they got they got to get down. I, I think I forget what the context was, but the ball's rolling around. they got to get on the ball and snap the ball. And they're just so fast to the line. Like, everything's just much more buttoned up. Like, they're, they're running a real – they're champions, you know what I mean? Like, they're a team that's in the middle of a championship window. They've lost some team, some players. You know, the, the pieces are different. But the, who they are has not changed. Like, who they are, and a lot of it has to do with Patrick Mahomes and the tone he sets. So, you know, whether it's if you got to throw the ball 68 times or 58 times or whatever it is, got to throw the ball, you know, uh, a bunch. You know, if i gotta, if I got to do it with my legs, i got to do it with my legs. Um, you know, if the defense has got to step up, those last eight drives for Tennessee, you can get much. I mean, they just – that's how the NFL is. Um, you got to win in different ways. And that offense has been a little hot and cold, and the back end for Tennessee has played really well all year, and they played physical last night. But I just – you know, I I hate to, in a loss, make it about Mike Brable, but I'm obsessed with the guy. Like, former players are probably all watching this guy. Like, you would love to play for this cat because the belief that he instills, instills in his team is just amazing. Not just to go there and go toe-to-toe with him, but to go down 10 nothing, basically, 9-0, and, and figure out you're going to get back in this game and throw the ball 8, 10 times. Like, you know, Kansas City had an opportunity to pull away. They didn't. And, uh, and then Tennessee started playing the game on their terms. Like, it's amazing that Tennessee played that game on their terms. They did, but you here's know? the thing, I, the, the conundrum with Tennessee, okay? We could place the A.J. Brown stuff aside because that's so obvious. So <laughs> right? obvious. Okay, I mean, the receiver didn't catch a pass last night. But then again, he, like I said, you had a kid from Liberty now showing up on Sunday Night Football in Arrowhead in his second career start, you know, that he didn't know it was really making or not. He probably had a sense all week, but let's just place the, the wide receiver stuff aside. It's the conundrum with Derrick Henry. He is so, by far and away, their best player. 
And and they can't, I guess, they can't keep throwing them out there for a 30-touch night, right? I mean, and I understand that. But I don't understand why they take him off the field just because it's second and nine or third and eight. He can flip the field on any touch when you know the touch is coming, too. He's their biggest yeah. home run hitter, and they take him off the field. And I don't under that, that's like taking Aaron Judge off the field. That's taking, you know, I could keep it's taking yeah. John Morant off the court, like yeah. uh, just because the, the score is what it is or the down and distance. I don't understand it. You, you have the floor well, off know. of that. You know, like that, that's an interesting, that's an interesting deal. Like you, you know, uh, on third down, maybe use them a little bit more, that sort of thing. I, I, I think they're, I think the bottom line with Tennessee, it's, their problem is more that they're, they're, their floor is so high, but I just don't know how high their ceiling is. You know, that, so we could use Derrick Henry on third down more and that sort of thing, but they're, they're a really good football team. But if you look at their wins, I think it's Houston, it's Indy twice. It's, you know, it, it hasn't been I, – I hate saying this because it's so dismissive, but they haven't beat anybody. You know what I mean? No, no, you're um, – no, it's Vegas, really- it's Vegas, Indianapolis, uh, Washington, Indianapolis, and uh, Houston. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, because we just went through and did this like whole power rankings thing. Thanks a lot to my co-host. Nice. Who came in this morning and was like, let's do some power rankings. Shout out. Power ranking. <laughs> Dumbest thing in the world. It changed every week. It takes <laughs> no skill to do power rankings. But, um, that's true. you know, I, I, I couldn't put them in my top seven teams or whatever it was. It was an arbitrary number two. Thank you very much. But, uh. I couldn't put them in my top seven teams because they haven't beat anybody. You know, if I was a committee, I'd be like, uh, you know, like there's no quality wins here. Now, they are a high-floor team, and a lot of that has to do with, with Derrick Henry, who should be – there's some non-traditional MVPs that we should be talking about, and they're not all sexy, and they're not all on teams that are undefeated or anything, but, you know, whether it's Derrick Henry or Ty- Tyreek Hill, like we should consider position players for this because – he just adds such an element to that team. Chris He's Long, amazing. Chris Long, two-time Super Bowl champ, Greenlight podcast host, and now new uh, power ranker here on the Rich Eisen show. Yeah. All right, so you mentioned your power rankings that you were uh, forced to do. Know the feeling. Um, so <laughs> you like doing them, though. Yeah, I, I'm, I've been converted. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So here we go. Um, here you go, Chris Long. Bills or Chiefs? You got to put your marker on one of them. What do you got? I got the, right now. I got the Bills. Even though, even though uh, Josh Allen's not playing well right now. I mean, like, look at last week. I mean, some of those balls late in that that game, where they're like almost picks, or he overthrows uh, Gabe Davis on third and seven. Like as if the game is a four score game, just kind of lapses. You know, a lot of them outside the pocket where you just, I don't know. And then yesterday, I'm sure you saw that game. Oh right? yes, but. <laughs> You know, he's throwing picks and he's throwing almost interceptions. And so I think this is probably not the norm for him. And it's it, he'll get back to being Josh Allen, which, you know, Josh Allen's still going to throw you some balls sometimes. But, I mean, the, the I, I would put Buffalo second because of their defense. And the long story short, I just think Buffalo second because, um, and Kansas City's got a really good defense, but the weaponry offensively for the Bills is better than the Chiefs' weaponry. I mean, they can't, they don't have a run game right now. Um, if Matt Milano's back, which makes a huge difference. You saw that yesterday. The things that they that they're susceptible to without Matt Milano in the game and Poyer and that sort of thing. Like when they're at full strength, that defense is a real strength for them. So I'm not putting Buffalo over Kansas City because of the quarterbacks. 
I actually think if you're going to give an MVP to a quarterback this year, I can give it to Patrick Mahomes. Um, but Buffalo is two for me behind Philly. Uh, and then Kansas City would be three. And I actually have San Francisco and Dallas up there. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not just power rankings based on actual record. You're 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 projecting. You're projecting yeah. down the road. I exactly Thank know you. how you're doing it, Chris Long. Exactly. There's two. There's you two and types. I. There's the one where like a team wins one game, and there's the green arrows, and they go up like 14 spots. Dumbest thing in the world. And then there's like, who are the best teams? You know. And that's how I feel about those teams. Um, and now, uh, Chris Long. Um, I'm going to give you a whoa moment because it happened. I don't know if you've heard or not, but Frank Reich has just been let go as coach of the Indianapolis oh, Colts. Wow! So, uh, yeah. what what are your thoughts on that front here? Well, what do you think? I have thoughts, Rich. First off, Frank Reich is a great man, and um, I was able to spend time with him in Philly, and like just people love and respect the guy. So, I'm wishing him the best, and. Um, you know, it's it's hard to be a head coach in the NFL. It's especially hard to be a head coach in the NFL when there's one major event that set set the Colts up for failure. Um, and they could have they could have bit the bullet on this thing like three four years ago or three years ago. But when when Luck retired, but they just haven't. They they continued to roll the dice with with old quarterbacks and retreads. You know, when when Luck retires in 2019, had they known that in 2018, Josh Allen was taken. Um, a pick after uh, the Colts had a selection. So, you know, like, think about it. You had Josh Allen, you had Lamar in 2019. You know, I don't think they had a real chance at any great quarterbacks, but you never know. They sent a first for Buckner in 20, and I think Herbert or one of these quarterbacks maybe you could trade up for. I, all I'm saying is the blame goes around, dude. Like, Chris Ballard, you know, not, not keeping Glowinski up front, highest-paid offensive line, they're just – they're not effective. I, I asked the question on our pod today is like the Colts have the lowest floor in the in the league. And it feels like they do. And we just talked about Tennessee who made chicken soup last night and as they do like with regularity, Brable's got so many moments like that where you're like, No way they win this game hmm. and they hang in there. Or they beat the hell out of somebody with not much and the Colts have not found a way to maximize even the little talent that they have. They haven't designed their team well. So I think Ballard, you know, shares the blame in this thing. But obviously Frank Reich was the first to go. Um, and and I, I definitely feel for him because it hasn't been a perfect situation. He thought he had Carson. He thought he had the old Carson. He had the new Carson. You know, you thought you had the old Matt Ryan. You had the, the old, the old, the capital O, Matt Ryan. You know, so hmm. it's a tough situation to be in personnel-wise. But Frank, you know, ultimately had to be better. It is unbelievable how quickly things can change in the NFL. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, the honestly, the Indianapolis Colts coming in. You figure Matt Ryan's doing it because they had a, you know, they 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 acquire him. They don't do Baker. They do they do the Matt Ryan route. Um, and Jonathan Taylor's coming off of a damn near MVP campaign. The kid it never misses a snap. He's hurt. Ryan can't be protected. Uh, they still, they still. I think if I'm not mistaken, they were three, two, and one, um, the Indianapolis yeah. Colts, and um, then they get swept by Tennessee. They lose to Washington, and then you know what we saw with New England yesterday. It was dreadful, and uh, maybe you got to wonder if they just suck for what C.J. Stroud or suck for Stroud or whatever you want to talk about right now. I don't know who that yeah. would be, 
first overall, but somebody's going to have well, to really outsuck Houston, <laughs> you know, right now. So, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. To and <laughs> and I, just, Rich, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the, you know, the Colts pick like 14 right now, but there's a million teams that are picking, you know, uh, um, they're tied with three wins. So that's going to sort itself out a little bit. And most of those teams with three wins are not hunting a quarterback. But And I'm no college football expert. I'm no college football you know, draft evaluator. But, like, there's three quarterbacks mostly that people are talking about taking in the top ten. And there's currently um, three teams that are hunting quarterbacks who are going to pick ahead of them, Carolina, Houston, Detroit. Um, so you got to – this is like case in point with the Colts. Like, figure out what the hell you're doing and figure it out right now. Um, and, yeah, if I'm a player on that team, it sucks not to win. But if I'm Quentin Nelson, I don't want to win seven games and and end up spinning the, you know, the revolver on a on a – you know, veteran quarterback or something next year. Like, nah, yeah, I don't want to do that again. So, if you're the Colts, like, hurry up and get losing. And, and there's some bad teams this year. Yeah, and if you want to talk about how things can change so quickly in the NFL, even just in the middle of a season, how about like two weeks ago? Just two weeks ago, before the Monday night game. All right, that they were playing, and uh, in New England. If there was mm-hmm. anybody looking at the Chicago Bears and saying oh. that's a team I want to, I think I'm going to bet on for the future, in in 2023 and beyond, that team, yeah. and then they beat the the Patriots, they damn near beat um, the you know the Dolphins this past week after giving the Cowboys a bit of a scare, and Justin Fields is uh, out of his out of his skull yeah. right now. They're they're calling plays for him, and look what he's doing with it. It's unbelievable right now. Hey, man, you know, when you hang on to a bandwagon, you don't do it not to gloat. I, I, I've i definitely stayed on the field bandwagon. Last year, I, I posited that he might be the best in his draft class, and I think that's going to prove itself out to be true. His ceiling is so high, dude. I mean, just look at that 61-yard run yesterday. Pair that with the third and eight to Mooney, which is a gorgeous throw. Like, the difficulty of some of the throws that he's making, um, because the margins are not – incredibly big with the talent they have offensively the calls you know Getsy's done a heck of a job and you see they add claypool mm. and early in that game they're trying to get him the ball out on the perimeter like the way you know you it's an extension of your run game it's a big body green bay Devonte adams they missed that right like just those little like pop it out you know box count type thing um it gives them a vertical threat you see that missed pass interference late in the game um and I think they're moving in the right direction. And people were like, why offload your defensive weapons uh, and then make a move for Claypool? Because I think it's important to develop your quarterback in, a, in, a, in an environment that he's not going to be shell-shocked. You see it all the time with young quarterbacks, with bad offensive lines, with nobody to throw to, and it changes their, their psychology as players. I mean, your muscle memory is formed in really messed-up situations and I think them investing in Claypool and having this offensive coordinator and Luke Getze, like, I, I just, they're moving in the right direction. I love Justin Fields. And that was a fun game to watch. Two really good offenses sure right now. And, uh, and, and two quarterbacks who played really well. And so I, I just, I'm a big Fields fan. I'm excited for, for the Bears. I know my brother Kyle is excited for the Bears, too. I mean, he was on the show this morning gloating because it's going to be a fun ride for Chicago fans. He should. No doubt he should. I tweeted that out during the the game yesterday. I'm like, dare I say the Bears are a fun watch? They're a fun watch, man. They are fun to watch. 
and and yeah, teams are. that normally you know send their best pass rusher and their best you know uh, defensive player in the middle of, you know who's a, you know a lion in the locker room like Roquan Smith they they tap out and they're balling out and they're fun to watch they really are yeah it's, it's, it's awesome get it's on awesome. the wagon and and, and the design QB run plays are awesome yeah they you are know, like. People are going to be worried about him getting hit and that sort of thing, Rich. But like, how many times did he take a hard shot yesterday? Not many. No, he's right. smart. He's smart so, about it. He's good. Yep. He's yep. Really good. Uh, who's on your pod this week, Chris Long? What do you got? You know, this is one of those fly by the seat of your pants weeks. We're booking uh, the guests as we speak, Rich. You know how show business is. I do know that. Yeah, I know. You know? How show, you're right. I do know how show business is. You're not wrong. <laughs> Maybe Rich Eisen. Well, I'll be in Germany. Uh, I'll, oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I, I'll be like seven hours ahead. Happy to do it. We'll get you Seriously. Get, get back stateside. Dude, but if you need me to, if you want me to zoom in or whatever, you know, Germany I'll be. Correspondent. Uh, you know, you know what I'm on, I'm at my best when I'm totally jet lagged out of my head. Even though I have Wolverine blood, I do get jet lagged. Um, and, watch and I, Beer Fest tonight before you go. Oh, yeah. I'll be doing the high knees. Okay. I'll be doing the high knees all the way to Munich, yeah. and uh, yep. people on the plane will be like, why aren't you sleeping? Uh, <laughs> I don't care. It'll be great, though. Yeah. I'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be doing yeah. it. So I, look, to rough. look out for me. Uh, any, seriously, I'm there anytime for you. I appreciate it, Chris. Hey, brother. I appreciate you. You be well. That's Chris Long. Everybody check out Greenlight Podcast right here uh, where all podcasts can uh, be acquired. Chris Long here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. Because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about. And is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let us go to the phone lines. Wahid in New Jersey, first in, first up, and waiting for an hour and a half. You're on the air. What's up, Wahid? Hey, Rich. Thanks for taking my call. You got first it. First time caller, long time listener. Hey. What's up? Hey, um, just two questions about the show and then a football related question. When is the uh, TJ's grab bag and the four down segments coming back? Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. okay. Uh, football related question was. Yes. AFC East and NFC East, which division sends three teams to the playoffs? Okay, um, I appreciate the call. Um, 
and uh, it's going to lead to, boy, well, he's going to lead me right into what I want to talk about. My grab Thank bag? you for the call. Uh, well, your grab bag is going to come back in the offseason. You've, you've already got enough going on. Okay? Yeah, well, and I, I, mean, and well, I grabbed your top five. Yeah, you, you kind of took the, the, the top five thing. I and so I, made it. And so I, I said, you know what? Let me step, let me step off. And, you know, well, you've got your, your hymnal. You know, where you where you kind of owned your decisions in our text exchange oh, over the weekend. Oh, I definitely owned my decisions. I don't know why people but, want to come at me. <laughs> on our text exchange? Um, uh, and in terms of four downs. So basically the grab bag got bumped is what The four saying. down segment, the fourth down was me hot taking, and I just don't, I don't have it in me. <laughs> I'm not a hot take artist. Uh, honestly, you it's want hot takes, go somewhere else. There's so many other hot take or artists. We go up against desk. every day. We actually go up. I don't usually invite my... my uh, <laughs> listenership and viewership to go to the competition. But also, if you want we, hot takes, this is not the right we spot We had you do away with that so we could get you to do lists. And yes. I think you're... And by the you way... You wean me off a list to get me to do more lists. Brockman, he's happier doing these lists. Oh, you, you just made the list! You love lists. He's definitely happy. I kind of did the list. I like the list. You fought it for so long. I, I know did. before I even came, this man, Chris Brockman, was trying to get yeah. you on list. And then I think you saw how much fun we were having, and yes. now yes. you love yes. it. Also, I will say, to answer Wahid's question, the AFC East... Getting all four teams. I don't think so. <laughs> nice all, try. Getting all four teams. I like you saying that. By the way, the division is strong. The respect strong. is real. Every team above 500. Every team is nice. Yes, well, sir. My team's not that Last nice. Last place, only a game and a half behind first place. And the NFC South, not great. <laughs> AFC East, wild. 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 Pats need to hire Frank Reich like now. But here's, yeah, by the way, not a a bad choice. But I mean, in terms of what our caller just asked, which division more likely to get three teams in the playoffs, the AFC East or the NFC? It's a very simple answer, a snap answer. NFC East. Absolutely. Both. I don't know about both, sir. You still have the Chargers, if you're the AFC East, to reckon with. Come on, did you watch them play yesterday? The Bengals, man. The Bengals. Joe Mixon calling in in hour number three. They have just begun to scratch the surface. And if they can just protect Joe Burrow enough, get Jamar Chase back, they're going to hit December just like last year. Don't want to face him. Don't look for him. Don't want him. Don't need him. Somebody from the AFC North is going to make it. Ravens or Bengals. I think. Well, the West can only get one team. And I think the West might pop in, too. But you look at the NFC East, Chris? Come on now. The Giants, the two are, best, the Giants aren't going to hold on. The man. two the Giants aren't holding best bye weeks I can recall. The two best bye weeks I can recall. What are you talking about, Rich? They didn't play. Two teams sat on a bye this week at 6-2, and two, and now coming out, it looks like they're 10-2. and two Because the Cowboys and the Giants in the NFC – Wild card race, every single team that could catch them that was playing this weekend, Niners off too. Falcons, Commanders, Rams, Packers, Cardinals, Bears, all lost. All of them. The Saints might take these go down tonight, and even if they do, they're four and five. That's two and a half games behind them. The 49ers are the one team that might win the whole damn conference anyway when they're done with it. They had a nice bye week, too, at 4-4. Four and four. But the Cowboys and the Giants just sat at home and watched their 6-2 and two get that much better. Beautiful. And you take a look at the Giants' schedule moving forward. I shouldn't even go higher register. Jeez. Look at the Giants' schedule. 
Next up for them, the Houston Texans. Dub. All right. After that, they're home for Detroit, That's which tough. is, as you know, a different team on the road than at home. It's a tough game. There's the big Thanksgiving game against Dallas. L. Home for Washington, home for Philly. Four of their next five are in New Jersey before they finish up at Washington. At Minnesota is going to be great. That's when they also, their final home game is when Jeff Saturday's Colts come to town. I can't believe I'm saying that. And then they finish up at Philadelphia. You tell me. That's not a wild card record at least? They could lose all of those games. What about the Giants instills confidence (laughs) in you? Come on, man. You watch football. I know you're trying to – are you just playing the devil's advocate? What what is inspiring? Everything. They're coaching. They're running back. Their defense – the way that they don't fold when they take some, when they get hit in the chops. Look what they did to Lamar Jackson, who plays tonight. Saints would be so lucky to turn him over twice in the last two possessions as the Giants did. Come on now, you look at them and just figure it out. Six and ten, they go five and four. That's an eleven win team. They're absolutely making the playoffs. And the Cowboys, you look at their their games from Ooh, here no. on out. Thirteen and four at Green Bay. You know, we we could we could we could show you all the ice bowl videos. We you know we we can. But I'm worried about this give me game. A br- please, I do. Please, I'm telling you. Okay, sounds good. I know Aaron Rodgers is eight and one against you, but uh, that that's that that's not the guy sometimes in the team people, that's showing up. Sometimes some teams just have other teams. Numbers, I got it. Though, all right, you know? at Minnesota, yeah, that's this, that's one of interest, fair. and obviously home against the Giants. Jeff Saturday's Colts come to town. I can't believe I'm saying that. They're home for Houston. They're at Jacksonville. They play against Philadelphia on Christmas Eve at Tennessee. That's going to be a bruiser. Man, The Giants have already, by the way, the Giants got through that one in week one with that two-point conversion because the day bowls were put on the table. Then they're at Washington. (laughs) These are are playoff teams. And obviously the Eagles at eight. No, I I could go over their schedule, but we'll be doing that so, so Often from here on out while they're undefeated. That's three playoff teams. It's that seventh seed. It's up for grabs. It's that seventh seed that is up for grabs. Man, NFC is hot garbage. And I'll tell you what, I don't know about hot garbage. They're, they're gonna, there's going to be some highly competitive playoff games. Highly competitive playoff games. Uh, Dude, what man. if the Niners are your, are, are your seventh seed? Or the Eagles are your seventh seed? I mean, I mean, not the Eagles. The Seahawks, your seventh seed. If you believe that somehow the Niners are going to catch them, what if the Seahawks are your seventh seed? You want that team strolling in? If you're, if you're the second seeded team in the NFC, you really want to face them? You don't want to see Kenneth Walker. I, I, I. At this point, how many uh, actual Super Bowl teams man, are there? Nasty. Holy cow! Like that kid. Yeah, man. He's coming to Munich as one of the best running backs in the league. The Seahawks are showing up in Germany at six and three, playing much better than Brady and the Bucks. Much. All right, how about how about this? I had a question for you guys: Bills, Chiefs, Eagles to win the Super Bowl or the field? Or the field? <laughs> Bills, Chiefs, Eagles to win the Super Bowl or the field? Well, I, of course, I'm taking the field. Uh, I'll take the uh, the uh, I'll take the the Bills, Chiefs, or the Eagles. This will be fun. One single dollar, Mortimer? Absolutely. Okay. You know how we get Um, Let's go to Chike in Connecticut, who's been hanging on for a while. What's up, Chike? How are you? How you been? Very very good, Rich. How are you? What's going on? My two questions are, are, do you think the Ravens will get a one-two? Where do you think the Ravens will will get in terms of seeding in the playoffs? And second of all, with the Colts firing their head coach, you know, why do teams change coaches if they know 
that coaches make no difference and it's down to the players. Because if it was down to the players, Rich, why don't they just buy 11 new players on offense, defense, and special teams? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I, I, I hear you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to answer your first question so I can go to break and come back because we have some sure. in, uh, an incredible soundbite from Jalen Ramsey that I referred to in my conversation with Chris Long that we haven't played yet. Um, I, 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 here's, here's what I got for you, man. I, I, you know how high on the Bengals I am. Um, I'm very high on the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm just looking at the Ravens' schedule from here on out. I mean, they should mop the floor with some of these guys. Certainly if defensively yeah. they've got Roquan Smith in this mix. And if they're healthy on offense, and thanks for the call. Tonight's going to be a tough one for the Ravens. That is not an easy place to play as New Orleans with them coming off of a shutout win over the Raiders. And if they're beginning to ball out on defense, and we'll see what they can do on offense. And I know Andy Dalton this and that. You can carp on on all you want. Tonight's tough. But after this bye, home for Carolina, at Jacksonville, home for Denver, at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, home for Atlanta, home for Pittsburgh, at oh, Cincinnati. They, 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 should be, they, should, they should win these games. They should win a lot of them. Yeah. And then Cincinnati, from here on out, they, they're on a bye. Um, and then they've got a Sunday night at Pittsburgh. Did you see Hansus tweeted out at, uh, at uh, the NFL to flex the Jets and the Patriots into that, that game on that Sunday night? Because that's a Sunday night at Cincinnati, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Uh, and then since he's at Tennessee, Ravens have already, um, his Ravens have already played them. No, they don't, they don't play them. That's the old first place schedule right there at Tennessee, home for Cleveland, home for Can- uh, uh, home for Kansas City, home for Cleveland, at Tampa, at New England, home for Buffalo, home for Baltimore. Oof. That ain't easy, man. That is yeah, tough. Yeah, man. I mean, compare that to the Ravens schedule. They're out. Oh. I don't know if they're out. I think they're in, and I think they're in as a, a playoff team. And don't forget, they got a tie break against the Jets in their back pocket. Yeah, so. but, yeah but they're losing the tie break to the Pats right now. Why is that? They haven't played them yet. Patriots wins tiebreak over Cincinnati nah. based on best win percentage in conference games. I got it. Week 16 is where that really is going to come down to it. We could just that, That's just for the here and now part of the conversation. I'm just saying. But as you know, I, I like the Bengals, and I've been on them, and I chose them to win the division. But right now, the schedule does not help when you're going head-to-head against those teams. And those are the two teams that are going to – one of those two is going to win the division. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Rams and the Bucks played each other. We knew the loser would go in one direction, the winner in a much better direction, and I didn't know the loser was going to go in this direction, <laughs> to be honest with you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen talking about ed reed uh for our terrestrial radio audience you know 
so many people are like, oh, these former players want want to want to coach. Well, one one NFL owner just did it. Doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the season and it's difficult, whatever. They're three, five, and one. Look at the Bears, how they've turned their season around in terms of where people believe in them in just three weeks. I don't think the Colts are you turning can, it around. How do you know? John, Johnson Taylor yeah. can come out. Jeff Saturday fixes the offensive line. Sam Ellinger starts finding Mike. You know, like Pittman and Pierce aren't like slouches at the receiver position. That's a lot of ifs, bro. Is Jeff Saturday playing? Is he going to yeah. suit right. up and play but on the offensive three, line? They're 3 5 and 1. They beat the Chiefs. Same team. Uh, not the same. Uh, no. Not the I same. guess the quarterback and the running back. You get the running back back. And the Chiefs gave that away. I yeah, mean, we'll see. Yeah. So. Going into the uh, Bucks and the um, Rams, Bucks at three and five, Rams at three and four. It's just like, okay, this is it. Winner has a shot. Loser is in deep, tall grass. <laughs> and you know, the Rams wound up losing. They couldn't put anything together offensively, with the exception of Cooper Cup being wide open down the field again on Tampa. Cam Akers, who was excommunicated and then brought back, he, he had five rushes for three yards. I mean, Daryl Henderson made was, some nice runs every now it, and then. Yeah. Malcolm Brown had a huge catch on third down once. And other than that, I mean, this is a team that needs to have the, the play action work for in order for the offense to work, unless it's Cooper Cup. I mean, the guy is just unbelievable. He's wide open and he's scoring touchdowns. He got his usual nine targets, eight catches, 127 yards. But Stafford can't be protected long enough to do very much, one would think. I don't know, man. I'm not an all-22 guy, but all I know is it's not working. And they were still up because the Bucs couldn't do a darn thing either. They couldn't do anything on offense. But we're still in the game because the Rams couldn't put anything up and the defense was balling out. And sure enough... The Bucs have to go for this touchdown to try and win this game. And the Rams get them turned over on downs. And what do the um, what do the Rams do on offense? They did the usual thing one would do to make sure that their uh, the opponent doesn't have any more timeouts left. Third down, no timeouts left for the Bucs. And the way that they're looking on offense... Rams have done this before with Tom Brady. Once upon a time, they just said, you take it back. We, you can't beat us. And normally that's like the calls are coming from within the house. It's like the horror movie. Like, you don't do that. Don't go there. Don't do that. Don't, don't you go, know the killers back there? Don't go down <laughs> those Honestly. Steps. And it worked out for the Rams previously. And this time around, they're like, go for it. Try it again. And sure enough, they run the ball on third and five. Don't get more than just a yard, but they did get time ticking off. And with 44 seconds left, punt it back to Tom Brady. And in 2022, the Tom Brady from the Patriots showed up. The Tom Brady from the late 2020 Bucks showed up. Marched it right down the field on a Rams defense that, as we found out later on, thought their job was done. This was Jalen Ramsey after the game putting it on tape right in front of everybody questioning what the hell the Rams were doing on offense to put it back in the hands of the defense. Defense should not have went. Had to go back on the field. Gonna have some dogs who gonna go get it. Be like, 
Like we shouldn't come to the sideline after a big stop like that and, and our coaches or the other side or whoever telling us, man, y'all, we gonna need y'all one more time. We gonna need y'all one more time. Like, what the f We just, we made a big stop. Turnover on downs with, with a minute and some change left and, and no timeouts for, for nobody. I have some dogs like, man, all that. We gonna, we gonna end this game right now. They needed him one more time, and they couldn't do it. I mean, that's out there now. Wow. That's what the Rams are eight games into their title defense, having Jalen Ramsey put it all out there. And I don't I, mean, I don't blame him. He's speaking on behalf of Rich Eisen Show digital coordinating producer Sean Mitchell. Rams fan was blowing <laughs> up McVay as soon as McVay didn't throw it on third down to try and win it on the spot. And normally, it's just like, how can you question? And I wrote back, I'm like, how can you question McVay's stones when there's a walnut-sized ring of stones on everyone's hands because he went for it on fourth and short and his own 30-damn-yard line in the Super Bowl, Right. Like, that's the ultimate stones. Yeah. But everybody's off right now. Everybody's off. And all it takes is just one set of downs with 44 seconds to go to get everybody back on. Because the Bucks were getting set to go to Munich, all ornery, at three and six, just like Green Bay right now. And instead, Tom Brady of old shows up, touchdown. And what does Tom think about all this? <laughs> That was awesome. That was awesome. We needed it. We needed it. We got it. We fought to the end. Defense played great. Made some plays offensively. Um, you know, I know we left a few out there, but it's a t you know it's a team's tough team. So uh, got some great players. Glad we won. There you go. It's the happiest Brady's been in three months. That's it. <laughs> and now suddenly they're four and five, feeling it. Let's put the unedited Forget about clip. the rest of what the, the first 59 minutes and 16 seconds. Did I get that right? Because I'm more verbal than math. I actually got that right. Well done. Yeah, forget about that. You. I knew they were winning that game, man. You did? I, I did, don't bro. Know about that. I don't I'm, know, man. I'm just telling you, I had a. Watching it, it was just like, you give this man the ball, he's going to win this game. I and had a did. feeling. And look at the Bucks now. They're four and five. Two totally different paths off for of 44 out. seconds. Hour three, Joe Mixon coming up.